on, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to the fourth episode of the Members Only Podcast. How y'all feel, man? Birthday boy, late boy. What's going on, man? <laughs> Damn, How y'all feel, uh, man? Is, is the mic going? Oh, yeah. Is that thing on? I don't think it's on. Yeah, I don't think... We can no, hear we can't you. hear you. Oh, well, I was muted. I was muted. Back I was, up. I was muted. I was muted. I was muted. Lean back. Yo. Lean back. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, All yo, right. Shit. What an intro. All right, man. So, y'all already know. We already in a groove of things, so y'all know how this go down. We bring topics. We bring discussion. That's about it. So, our first topic, introduction, you know, we're going to go light off top. Lion and raps, man. I feel like there's there's been pause a curve to lying and rap. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like in the beginning <laughs> of hip hop, lying and raps was much more normal. But then, like around like the Fifty Cent to like Chief Keith era, shit just got way too real. But I feel like it's cool to lying raps again though. Niggas be lying. Have you ever heard? Have you ever listened to Yeet music? No, actually, I don't know what he be saying. I ain't gonna hold he, it. He be saying yeah. some. He be saying some cap. Nigga, that nigga. Listen, if we if we going by bars, behind King Von in his raps, Yeet may have the the second highest body count. The way that nigga be talking, man. Extraordinary levels of cap in his rap. Sound, <laughs> you sound pretty federal. I ain't gonna lie. My, my oh, we. <laughs> I'm glad. What are you a cop? I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we gonna we gonna beat that. But yeah, nah. <laughs> no. But nah, well, I mean, I feel like you should, Ryan. I want to hear your opinion first, because I feel like as somebody who makes music, how do you like when when you're writing your lyrics? What I guess goes through your mind, and do you ever think like, damn, I should say some shit that may not be true, but hey, that shit hit. Bro, it depends. It, I feel like it's levels to lying in your raps. So, so like the reason I brought this topic up was uh. Somebody was saying Slim Jesus was before his time, and they was comparing him to uh, La Tecca. Cause like if you watch La Tecca, uh, like his that viral video when he did his genius thing, he was just like, bro, I don't even have a license, but he was talking no, about yeah. cars. He was like, I never left the country. So literally like, the whole video, he was like, I'm lying. Yeah, but I, but I feel like it's levels <laughs> to lying and rap. Like it's a it's a difference between saying like, oh, I was a drug kingpin and I didn't kill niggas. It's a difference between that and being like. Oh yeah, I fuck bitches every day. Like I feel like it's, it's different levels of cap. Like some levels of cap is just like extremist levels. But as far as like me writing, it depends. Like I feel like lying and stretching the truth is like it's kind of the same thing, but it's a little different. Like stretching the truth is kind of like I've been in this situation, so I'm gonna just describe it in a very crazy manner. Like that's kind of what it is. But I don't know, lying is like just something different. But before I like finish my part, I'll just say that uh, 50 Cent said it best. He was just saying that like the stuff that he say in his raps, he said he probably hasn't lived all of it. I'm par- like kind of paraphrasing. He said he hasn't lived all of it because the people who actually live how he raps and his like all his songs and the people who like really live that lifestyle, they will never make it to where he is. Like they'll never make it that far. They'll never make it that far in business because they don't have uh like just like the smart so they don't have like um they wouldn't be able to like hold themselves together in like meetings and stuff like that. So I think like it, it's a balance. I, I, I think hip hop is better when niggas are lying. Cause when you see when niggas like Gucci just sign the niggas who do all the shit that they rap about, what happens to labels? Wow. 
Profound. Well, I'm on the other side. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like people lying in their raps is shameful. You bring a shame to your family. You're out here portraying to be somebody you're not, and it's a damn shame. You need to stop that. Matter of fact, I'm finna start taking all you niggas to court for lying and proving <laughs> niggas wrong. I ain't here for that. Stop that bullshit, man. If you ain't got no Rolex, tell them niggas about that Casio on your wrist. Be proud of who you are. So you think Nas is like life or death? I ain't listening to Nas outside of Elmatic and Ethers. So I ain't gonna lie, I can't even tell you. <laughs> Nas used to pull, push packs, folks? I don't know, I wasn't there. Hey, you I don't know. Most... I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I ain't wearing no wire. You don't know, think. You don't know, think. Uh, never mind. I ain't gonna... <laughs> oh, no, what else? Uh, yeah, Steve? I don't know. Uh, I feel like for the most part, Tell the truth, but I mean, like, I feel like harmless cap if it's just like to make something flow or to connect some lyrics, or like, you know, some people be capping, like making up just in like storytelling stuff, just like either making up fake names or like just changing stuff for like the um dramatization of like a story. So I guess in those instances, it's kind of like harmless, but if like, like Zach said, if you lying about like obvious stuff, like if you claim you got a Roly or an AP or a Richard Mill. And you really out here rocking Casios or SpongeBob watches and that type of thing. That's like <laughs> that's kind of like, that's kind of obvious, but you know what I mean. I don't know. A side note: I'll say also when it comes to lying, I'm more crucial of lying when it comes to like. I feel like smaller artists kind of get away with lying, like because like a lot of music and rap is like money, cash, hoes. You feel me? But when you like a small artist, you broke, bro. You got to rap about that shit, but you don't got all the money, cash, hoes. Like not like you like portraying it type shit. If that makes sense. But, and maybe you should rap about who you actually are. You're right. <laughs> I was just saying, just listening to like, like I was in the studio this weekend when I was telling y'all, like I was hearing a lot of like crazy talk. But that's true. But I that this topic just made me think of something when Steve said that of saying like lying about names and stuff like that. So this is like just random. What was the craziest person you found out that that wasn't their real like? Like the craziest rap name, and when you heard their real name, you was like, "What the fuck?" Future. Like, what? <laughs> man, when I found out Travis Scott's name wasn't Travis Scott, like that actually, I feel like, I, like every, I feel like everyone in the Migos has. Oh a yes, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kershnick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though it's not, like, rapper, what, how y'all feel about Jamie Foxx, bro? Wait, that nigga name. His Add a little. Eric, his name is Eric Bishop. Damn. Nah, he had to change that. I mean, shout out, shout out Jamie Foxx, I mean, bro. He's very talented. He is, Damn. but he's not a pastor, which is why we had to change it from Eric bro, Bishop. Bro, your name, your first name being Kersnick is crazy. <laughs> bro, they said they said Cardi B first name sound like a Harry Potter spell, bro. <laughs> hey, yo. What's Bert the first Callis? name? Oh yeah, Wait. that dude. Yeah. Um, but all right, transitioning into our uh topic one of the day. So we got uh which rappers are best at talking their shit. Right? So I guess we could just uh name our rappers and then we can come up with a uh top five. So I usually go first on topics, so I'm gonna give everybody else the chance to like name theirs because I don't wanna steal nobody uh rapper. So we can let the birthday boy go first on this topic. Yeah, nah, it's a good topic. I feel like um Two that came to mind when looking at this topic was one, Rick Ross. I feel like he's the embodiment of luxury rap. And I feel like sometimes you'll hear his music and you're just kind of like, damn, I need to get on my shit. Um, 
but besides Rick Ross, the one overarching artist that I thought of immediately was Larry June. Like, whenever I feel like I'm in a slump, whenever I feel like I don't know, when I when I just hear Larry June's music, it's just like this cool, like damn, this nigga low key getting his shit off. Like damn, like it, it's some cool shit to drive to, listen to. So I probably say for me it's Rick Ross and Larry June. Solid. I'm gonna go um on a toxic trap type level. I'm gonna go future. I think whenever he and his like toxic toxicity, um, I'm stunting on these hoes. Uh, like any song, like a song for my example, like example is like my collection, which is the intro to uh, Hendrix. He's just on there for like almost four minutes, just stunting on bitches. So that's just like ultimate talking your shit. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go future. Um, I said probably Griselda first. Just because, especially with uh, 2K about to come out, if I ever need to just, it's like the fourth quarter and I need to focus and I just need to do what I need to do. Griselda Claiborne kick, especially, it always get me. Um, so that would probably be my first one. And then I don't even really have a second one. Maybe y- Yachty Moore currently, he's been. He's been rapping um, a little bit differently than he has in the past. And I feel like now he really started to get his shit off. Um, fuck. What song was it? Uh, the song that he just dropped the other day, Tesla. That's a perfect example. Um, yeah, I guess that's my two. I feel like the whole, everything he's been dropping lately has been like him talking his shit low key. Yeah. Hey, I feel like at some point, I'm just going to have to start listening to this nigga's music because y'all talk about him. A lot for me not to maybe not even like point. old shit. Like I can understand if you don't go back, but the shit that he's been dropping lately, a nigga been getting his bars off. Lately. I can vouch everything. He's yeah, twenty three. Any solid for real. Anything in twenty three, twenty two. I feel like you fuck around. Is is it'll be a lot different from probably what you think Yachty's music is. So for sure, no, I'm a tap in. Uh, I would say that people. Uh, I had three people specifically that came to mind. Um, the first one, of course, Hove, like, I mean, y'all heard what he did on God Did. He literally just blacked out for, like, five straight minutes. Um, how many billionaires came from Hove crib? The nigga said he made Brown a billionaire. Like, that's, there's levels to it. Uh, and then my other two are Future, of course, like Steve, and then uh, Conway the Machine, specifically out Griselda, because when he get into his bar and his flow, he kind of be in a different bag, for sure. Rapping better than niggas, I can barely pronounce it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, shout out Conway. When Greg said Griselda, my honorable mention was Conway because I feel like out of Griselda, he's my personal favorite, and that nigga really just be talking shit every song. So, for sure. Yeah, I would say, I know this is a, yeah, basically, I would say Kanye West because I feel like he talks about like luxury shit. He also like talks about like dressing. I like them talk about style, um, bear shoe, like uh, other, just like a lot of different lines. Play like talk shit to, and I'll say another a person. I know this uh, kind of goes with Kanye, but like uh, Fifty Cent, I feel like he talks a lot of shit too, especially his earlier stuff. Like he would just kind of wankster. Like I don't know, I don't necessarily know if he's talking shit or is he dissing people. So it's kind of like that in between. But uh, those would probably be my two. Uh, I do agree with a lot of the other choices, but I think those are my two. 
honorable mention the baby Tron, but I forgot about him. He be getting his shit off, but all right. So for mine though, I'm going bow wow. Now hear me out. Hear me out. This nigga was talking his shit when he was his whole that's the only thing he could rap about as a little nigga. It was just albums until he could start cursing. It was albums of talking your shit, bro. This nigga said, I'm 18, nigga making more than your dad's. Imagine being 18, you spend G at a girl, you telling that bitch, like, look, I make more than your father make. Like, come on, man. You, you really, y'all gonna have to go back and do y'all research, bro. Do your homework. Hey, you been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all gotta do your homework, bro. Bow Wow hit different. I don't know if anyone else said Wayne. I just thought about bars. Oh, when you fuck, said, what was we doing, bro? When you yeah. when you said that, Ryan, when he's like, uh, "Show up to career day and end your career," like, like <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's it's in that same vein. <laughs> I'm gonna also that's go. Crazy. I don't mention is uh Drake whenever he get into his timestamp bag. Also, Tyler. Oh yeah, Tyler is also great at talking his shit, especially like when you realize like most of the time he talking his shit to like. The white people, like he be having some great white people, like shit that they probably find very important. Like he be naming places that like niggas necessarily, you know, black people only care about like Turks and Caicos and shit like that. But he be naming places that I know white people putting on a whole grill and travel. Talking about Switzerland and stuff. So. Yeah. Do we uh maybe we should make a separate list for battle rappers that talk they shit. I feel like I there's a couple times I wanted to list a battle rapper just because I'd have to do my research for real. I enjoy battle rap so much. And especially when I said Griselda, that's one of the first things that came to my mind. Like, damn, there's some niggas in there that be, I can't be watch, double, quadruple barred up. I can't watch battle rap that much after I already seen the uh, the Yeezy thing. That I, like, it just kind of ruined the rest of battle rap for me. I just I've never seen that much energy. Before. Yeah, I mean, I don't really get too much better than that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Beasley, all right, but um, can I? Uh, oh my, no, you good. I was going to say just uh, transitioning to like our next topic, but did you have something else about like on that topic? No, nah, I was going to say honorable mention also to Currency. Uh, I feel like Currency's music has been in my rotation um, a lot lately. And when I when I brought up Larry June, I meant to say Currency as well. I feel like they both just do good at like that luxury, like talking my shit, getting my shit off type rap. So, yeah. Hey, bro, I know we only include rap from a certain amount of time, bro. But honorable old head mentioned to run DMC and Curtis Blow. That's that was the, that's all the niggas did. I'm a big run DMC fan. Run DMC fan. All right, but our next uh, topic is going to be the best way to uh, gauge a rapper. Um, so does it matter if it's fun music? What's the balance? And I guess for this, it just be kind of like. And I think we could do this like as a as a uh, like a side thing or like kind of a skit like later on like giving rapper report cards. But if you had to give like report cards for like rappers and things like that, like how would you like how would you try to gauge it? Like what percent would you give to like how good they flow versus content matter versus beat selection versus like intangibles, except like et cetera and shit like that. So like what do y'all like? I'm not saying everybody got to go through their personal criteria, but like what is like something important to y'all aside just like basic like um like wordplay and, and shit like lyrical. that but like what do y'all feel like as far as flow and then intangibles and like vocal inflections like the thing that like kind of really sticks out to you if it is wordplay then it's that but like every time we do a tier list bro we always end up talking about it at least at the top for me is replayability because 
feel like no matter how good a song is to a degree, I could think a song is great and never put it in a rotation or play it again or nothing like that. So the most important thing for me after after like actually listening to a song, because I feel like you got to listen to it like twice and just listen to it all the way through. Then it's like, will I replay this? And if I will, then then I'll start actually doing a report card. But if I don't I'm not finna play it, then I'll just it just moves out. Ah, that was a great song, but it ain't gonna get played again. I mean, I feel like only reason I disagree is because like I kind of feel like there are songs is like that's good, but like as far as replayability, like I feel like it's kind of like it's one of those things where you can know a song is good, but you might not want to listen to it as much. Like I know that, for example, like hood politics is like a better song than like a lot of niggas having a discography but like i know just like on a day-to-day basis there's not much like moments where i'm like yeah hood politics is the perfect song for right now and that's just an example like of course hood politics got some of the best replay value on the album but like just on like using that album as an example like especially it really matters like if it's summertime and you know you outside all the time and you with your homies blah blah well like we could just use when we used to play spades all the time like yeah, we play like a lot of Griselda and stuff like that, but I, I don't think any of us will argue that like some of the songs we play, we'll be like, oh, that's the best hip hop song ever, even though that was like the number one songs we played. It's just some songs you don't play as much. I look at it as movies. Like, I think the movie Lovely Bones, great movie, one of the best movies I've seen. I'll never watch that shit again because it's just like, that's a deep ass movie. <laughs> you just, that's something you, just, you watch one time, that's it, bro. But yeah. movies <laughs> is in a different category, I feel like, because a movie in general, like there's a very small category of movies that people rewatch. I'm not saying people who enjoy movies, but more so just like if you're gonna put on a movie, like no matter who you are, I probably say the average person has like five to ten movies that they're gonna put on anytime they're looking for a movie that's not something they've seen the first time. When it comes to music, say my uh my catalog is I think I have six thousand songs of the six thousand maybe 2000 of them actually have replayability enough that I like them more than I like other songs, but it doesn't mean that I play it every day. It could mean that like, for example, nights I only play when I'm in a specific mood, but I have it ranked higher because I know that that mood is going to come often enough that I need this song. Not like I got to go type it in on Apple music or something. Like it needs to be in my phone. It needs to be in a playlist to a degree. I'm not going to rate nothing. I'm not going to play more than one or two times. Like I said, it's just going to, Oh, it was a cool song, but I'm not going to play it again. That's true. Um, I've been thinking about this recently. I feel like um, outside of like the skill and stuff, I feel like over time, um, if a rapper can shows an ability to like, reinvent himself like musically or sonically um i think that's a good way for me to gauge at this point like because from your debut so i give like tyler trader for example like he doesn't have two like bodies of work two albums that sound the same as opposed to a rapper like Lil baby to where like from when he's came out he's made of uh he's got a catalog to where a lot of his songs are like repetitive at this point he hasn't like either made a left turn or like just stepped out of his comfort zone musically for whatever reason so i feel like if you're able to like branch out from what you're used to doing and like step out into a different sonic uh zone for whatever uh place you're in i feel like that's a good way to gauge for me at this point like can you veer off and still like make hits at that point because a lot of my favorite rappers tend to do that 
Yeah, I would agree with both uh, Steve and Greg. I think being approving as like a rapper, I think that's important as well. And then also uh, replayability factor of your songs and like your catalog. I think that's important as well. Um, one thing I think is important for me personally is just how it sounds like sonically, like how it sounds in the headphones, how it sound like just playing it on my speaker. Uh, at home, how's it sound in the car? I take that into account. Maybe that's something like underlooked a lot, just because it's not doesn't necessarily have to do with um, like the more important things, like the actual lyrics, the beat. But it does play a part in you enjoying the song. Like if something sounds trash in the car, you, you may not play it as much because you commute a lot to work. So it plays a factor in like how you're gonna, uh, you know, shuffle the board and like rank different artists on one another. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. One, based off of what Steve said, I want to go on a slight little baby tangent because I feel like, yes, while he hasn't diversified his sound a lot since his beginning, I feel like he's held to an unfair standard because when he first like really blew up, he sounded so different in rap, so different from everybody else, and it was so like out of the ordinary. But then everybody low-key started rapping like him, so now he still raps the same way, and it's like you sound like everybody else, even though everybody else sounds like him. So I feel like his whole situation is kind of fucked up. I'm calling I cap. feel like his sound almost yeah, never matured Because when he first you know came I mean? out, like the perfect song is oh, okay. Like to the like a lot of people, they didn't know when between yeah, him I mean... and Gunner and them, like they would like they a lot it's a lot of people thought like that was a song made by only one or two people. So like I don't yeah, think that was that me. his sound was <laughs> I don't think his sound was so different from other people. Especially I think I can see what you mean when you think of uh What's the his breakout song with Drake? Uh, yes, indeed. yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I can if if anything, I say his beats when he started. He was one of the niggas that like really grew with Wheezy. Like he was one of those niggas, so I can get his like his beats kind of. And don't get me wrong, he did have like he did pioneer a lot of. Uh, well, I wouldn't say he did, but his producers really did pioneer. Um, I'm a producer nerd out for five seconds. It's a progression that's like a one. Uh. It's like a one, four, five progression. It's the type of, it's when you hit a piano and it'd be like, thun, thun. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of little baby songs. He really pioneered that type of progression and made it like really popular and choosing those beats. So I give that to him. But I think the biggest problem that people are expecting out of Baby is for him to take that next step and take that, ne that next risk. Like, it, like, at this point, like, for example, I use somebody like Rilo. People don't look for Rilo as growth. Because he's not an artist that's like pretty much like pushed that much and like shoved in our face. When you become a certain artist, your music is basically put on these playlists like by labels, blah blah. You push in our face, so we expect artists like all right, we expect you to grow at this point. We expect you to do this, we do this, do that. Like, I'm not saying he got to be like Travis and make like Jesus 2.0, or he got to be like Tyler the Creator and reinvent himself for every album. It's more so people are just expecting him. Like, look, you're we're going to listen to your music. You already know you got our attention. Now we want to see what you can do. Like, we want to see what you can do next. I mean, yes, which is fair, but I still feel like something that's not going in his favor is the fact that so many people rap like him on top of himself. So it's like the way he raps just kind of sounds oversaturated at this point because so many people rap like him now. Who do you think rap like LaBaby? I think people just mimic his flow in general. Like, I think it's just a popular way. To, the way he raps is a popular way to rap. And not necessarily, like, to this day, but since, like, he really started getting big 2018, 2019, whenever that was, it was definitely a point in time throughout that run where a lot of niggas was mimicking the way that he raps. I, but I, I take, 
I take it back. You, I, I, I give it to you. It, now that I think about it, because I think about it before baby, the closest thing would be probably not close in this aspect, but kind of like future. And I'm trying to think about like as far as when the torch was kind of passed between future to little baby, as far as Atlanta, how a lot of niggas start sounding. But I also think little baby had a much more mimicable style. Yeah, because future it's hard to, especially as a rapper. Like I'm pretty sure Steve can attest to this. Future is very underrated when it comes to how he raps and his vocal inflection and how he's able to use his tone, his pitch, his emotion and all that. And like Baby is much more, not as a diss, but he's much more of a mimicable person because of how, like just how he uses his auto-tune and how he kind of uses his natural Atlanta accent. So I would say that you, I take it back. You pretty, you, you are right about that. A lot of niggas did steal the, I'll say the little Baby aura. So. Yeah. But back to the main topic. I feel like um, I agree with damn near what everyone's been saying as far as what they value uh but something that is super important to me and that really dictates how often i listen to something uh i i like music that invokes emotion right does it make me feel something and how deeply does it make me feel a certain way so whether it's like you know when i'm going to the gym does it give me the energy to want to work out harder if like you know if it's some like chill shit does it make me want to chill more if it's like i'm you know what i'm saying does it make mm-hmm. me feel a certain way and how intense does that feeling get that really dictates, you know, the quality of music for me. So the more it makes me feel something, the more I really fuck with it. I agree. No, yeah. That's valid. I feel like me, I don't really have much to say on the topic. I think I'm just very... Um, I'm big on replay value. I think it was Greg who said it. But as long if I can come back to something, whether it's a week, a year, um, what have you, as long as I can come back to something... And it hits the same as like the first time I heard it. I feel like that holds a lot of weight for me. So off rip, even when I'm going through albums for the first time, I try to listen to how it sounds sonically, but I also just try to think about how often I'm going to return to this song or this project. So I feel like that's really what holds a lot of weight for me. Uh, So for me, I'll say my biggest thing is just your presence on the song. Like it's not, it's going to sound like, that good but i have a playlist on my phone on spotify it's called generic vibe music and it's just for people who got like generic beats that's like you can just play in the background if you like with friends blah 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 and it's like it's good enough to where like you will listen to it but at the same time it's like it's not overbearing like it's a lot of people who commands presence on songs like i'll say all of the top rappers even though they have songs that like they get you could put in generic vibe music but like a lot of rappers like command presence on songs that's why yay is probably my favorite rapper is because just because how he raps and whatever and what he says he commands that presence even like we were talking about before uh sexy red um she command like she as of right now she's probably one of the most commanding presence on songs just because how she uses her uh voice and like the things that she says and so i think that's really important to me because if you command your presence in the right way i'm going to go back and listen just because I'm gonna be like, oh, I can't believe they said that, or like, why do that sound? Why do they sound like that? And then just like before we end the topic, I'll just like make a note of this. Like I remember I was in the studio um, with some dudes, and this one dude was talking about whenever he make beats, he makes he always puts an out of key note in his beat because he said it it distracts you so much and it draws so much attention. You you keep on waiting to hear that out of key note again. Like first time you hear, you be like something wrong. And then you hear it again, you be like, I think you it's think that. You think you're crazy. And then you hear it again, you be like, oh, it's definitely that. And then you hear it again, you be like, where should it be? And then by that point, you're already <laughs> a minute into the song. So like, Might as well uh, finish it. That's genius, actually. 
Yeah, so I consider that like what I mean, like when I say like a command. That's even though it's a beat making side, I consider that a commanding presence. But I say, just a side note, niggas might not like it. Recently, as we've seen, before Sexy Red, it was the baby, and then I will arguably say before the baby, it was Fifty Cent. As far as commanding, it was who said again? Sexy Red now. Uh-huh. Or I say like one of the like people that like came up and like they command their presence is the baby because that was his whole thing like it was just like you heard it and you were just like yeah the fuck is like even the flow and everything before it got to the point where people got tired of the flow and it was just like you know he was rapping over the jets and beats and like that was jets and breakthrough too like whenever a rapper and producer especially like breakthrough like that it's always going to be memorable but then I'm going to say like before then like mm-hmm. I mean 50, I feel like Fifty Cent is like going to probably reign supreme but as far as commanding presence like. I feel like you can. It's too many people, like too many iconic artists who, uh, if you go back and watch their interviews, they'll say how they reacted the first time they heard a Fifty Cent song, or the first time they like heard a Fifty Cent or heard Fifty Cent on a feature. Like it's like kind of unmatched. Like even though we were too young to really experience like pre Fifty Cent and post, but like even going through, if you listen to a two thousand. 10s or 1990s playlist that gets to 2000s. So you listen and you get to that first 50 cent song, it's gonna be like, damn. Sorry, bro. Move back, bro. I can't. Bro. There's back. no moving. If I if I move back like this, you can't hear me. <laughs> no, no, I'm just because he's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, it's it's like I wish you could see how like I can see myself like versus everybody else. But bro, my mic is it's on my desk. That's how I sit. <laughs> <laughs> I am 50 cent. I am 50 cent. Oh, fuck it. Next topic. Baby, can I let me see? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Let's get into it. Honest. Hold on. Okay. In fact, an impromptu topic. Speaking of Baby King, though, a lot of people have been arguing about the future of rap, right? Moving forward, like, you know, our big three for this generation has been, I'm not going to say officially, but I'm going to say Kendrick and Drake, and then depending on the demographic, is going to switch between Future and J. Cole. I feel like that's not too... You got to put Tyler the Creator in there, bro. You got to... I Listen, personally, like, yes. So. Only reason I'm not including Tyler is just because overall, this is going to sound crazy, but in my head, I feel like it makes sense. Overall rap culture, yes, Tyler Creator affects it. If you listen to a lot of artists, Tyler Creator affects a lot of, especially how he makes music, it affects like their music. If you like really talk to him, a lot of artists like Tyler Creator. The overall consumer of rap, when I'm talking about black culture in general, I don't think Tyler the Creator during the whole 2010s was prevalent enough to be that third person, especially because during 2010, do you remember what it was like to be like, a, and especially, like, I know where each of us grew up, where all of us grew up, maybe except Greg. <laughs> it depends on where you're asking. You remember how it felt to be a Tyler the Creator friend from t- 2010 until See You Again? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like it was a really different aspect as far as Kendrick and, Kendrick and Drake was always accepted through the 20s. I don't think it was a moment where Kendrick and uh, Drake specifically were pushed away from the culture the way Tyler was. And same with, like, even though Future, it was, he was chastised by, like, lyrical hip-hop heads, but the overall black community and, like, hip-hop atmosphere, I still feel like embraced Future and things like that. And the same with Cole. That's why I didn't want to put Tyler there. But, like, 
I think it's just different though. I mean, me from my own experience, I feel like I've been in like pretty like liberal, like black communities and shit my entire life. So a lot of people around my age and time were actually much more tired of prayer than our future. Like that shit was hot where I was at, I'm not gonna lie to you. Now I can't say about my actual neighborhood, but in my schools we were fucking with our future. Um and he got agreements and shit too. I mean, I would say it it makes more sense to have like a five five rappers to be defining for the generation. So that way we can have the traditional big three and then we can put Future and Tyler the Creator in. But I think it's doing Tyler a disservice um, just based off his discography and his growth and his talent to not have him in the conversation. But continue. But okay, moving forward, they were saying who do they, who do, who are our pick for the next generation to be our uh, our big three. And um, so I, but the, I don't want the question to be who is going to be the big three because I don't see a, a soon enough time where any artist right now is going to just dethrone them. But I'll say if we had our big three or our big five, and then we said to say, okay, we're going to leave them there. And we're just going to say, we're going to do a sub big three or big five who has the chance to like be there one day compliments, like to compliment that, to compliment them. Cause we're getting to the point where Drake's still releasing a lot, but we're getting to the point where Kendrick is not releasing as much. Cole not releasing as much. Uh, even Future not releasing as much as he used to. You know, he do a few projects a year. So who do y'all feel like are the artists that's like not going to release and be those 400 units per, you know, per project person, but as far as who's going to hold the culture? Uh, are we I talking... Gotta... I'm not bad. Are we talking quality or like... We're, we're not, I'm not talking, I'm talking something about, because I feel like the big three is, well, even though it, of course they have quality, but like, I'm not saying like, for example, we're talking about quality of the 2010s, then like a lot of artists probably get snubbed when, you know, talking about quality, like especially lyrical rappers, like some people feel like Earth Game probably released some of the best music, but I'm talking about as far as just like that popularity, like, OG okay, in total, commercial, yeah, commercial, like the total package, I'll say that. Where, just a okay. quick question, where does like, Travis rank is he would like that Kendrick era is he's like the leader of that sub like that we talking about it's, I say Travis is kind of weird because he at the same time he is like I think he like 32 now or he's turning 32 so I kind of feel like he is kind of older than that the generation but I'll I'll say can we make it 27 and younger maybe I feel like at the oldest little baby I feel like the little baby should probably be the oldest I feel like that's kind of tricky because it's some like new rappers that are like 30, 29. Okay. Look, like these just dropped the debut. He's 29. And it's like, I don't, I don't, don't want to admit it because I personally don't agree. But honestly, probably Young Boy. Like anytime Young Boy does anything, like his people love it to a degree and it's selling to a point where you could argue as much as you want that you hate it, but he's doing numbers. And I think crazy he missed that chance. That. Like, I think, I think, I think, I mean, maybe not to reach dirt. the status of the, others, but I think that, like, outside of the Drake and the kid, like, his numbers are just crazy. No, but the thing with the young boy is he releases so much that, like, yeah, his numbers that be too. crazy when he releases, like, marquee projects, but he releases so much. And I think his beef with Dirk kind of, like, kind of deterred that a little bit, like, just of how everything went down. Um, but no, young boy, I think young boy is a great choice. Uh, but you also got to remember, like, low key, young boy has been around for a minute. You feel me? Yeah. Like he's his been first... around, but he's 23. So it's not he like is. he's old. No, he's not old by any means. Mm, 
I think this is actually a really good question. It's actually hella tough because when I think about, like, the people who we're kind of putting up in there, I'm trying to think about, okay, like, impact on a culture, like, how people view them, but really, like, from a strictly music standpoint, just the quality of the projects they make and what really separates them from everybody else, and it really stems from, like, the quality of music. And based off of that and then the longevity of how long I feel like they can rap in the future, uh, one person that kind of comes to mind, I don't really know how close he can get, but it's really J.I.D., like, I feel like he has a good chance, honestly, just based off his last project and how he's progressed, he has the potential. Uh, this is what I was going to say, because you did say it was a tough question. I was going to ask this. Do y'all want to save, we could keep this like in the pot or whatever, save the topic and do some more information and research. And I'll ask this sub question of how important do y'all think age is? Because a lot, this has been a big topic recently, because I feel like this is kind of, when I said the 28 and younger, 27 and younger thing, it kind of came up. Y'all, would y'all rather talk about right now the importance of age? Because my thing about J.I.D. was going to say, I don't have a problem with listening to J.I.D., but he is already Older. also 31, right? Damn, for real? Like, yeah, and I feel yeah. like when you listen to those those next, like Smino, 29, ain't he? Like 29. Smino is like 30, 30 bro. Yeah. Smino's like 30, 31. Yeah, like they're older. So I feel like when you talk about these artists, like, when Ken, when, you, when when Kendrick hit that spot where it was like, oh yeah, this nigga's gonna be here. He released that at twenty, I think what twenty three, twenty four. Uh, this kid, Mad City, Drake twenty two when he dropped uh best I ever had. J Cole I think was twenty six when Sideline Story came out. Uh, so like Travis was twenty uh twenty four when Rodeo dropped. You feel me? So I think, don't get me wrong, like right now, yeah, a lot of artists like you talking about like you know V's is like. He dropped his project at 29, blah, blah, blah. And I do think these is going to be a force to be reckoned with moving forward. But I'm more so, like, I'm more so talking about, like, do y'all feel like, well, I think we just stay on the age thing. How do y'all feel like age reflects today currently in, in hip-hop? Because I feel like that's, you could do that a lot easier without, that answer that question easier without um doing, like, as much research as the other questions entails. Prime just get to be longer. I think that's the only thing that's really going to happen. Like, we were just talking about Jid. Jid's run may not be as long and as dominant because of his age, but I think that when the prime hits similar to basketball, like, it's just you're going to have to try to compare people's primes almost. So, I mean, I don't know. It's... I think... I think... Uh... it Prime is really it. Like, you just got to... You get you get more time to develop your career, and if you start well, like Bow Wow starts, then wherever you wherever you go after is is up to you. But like you have more opportunities to expand and do whatever else you want to do, whether it be Yachty and make like a like a different sounding album, or you you your rapping increases to another level, kind of like you was talking about Travis Scott on his last album, like as as the way he raps, kind of it sounds better. That's all that really comes from from getting in earlier like you just get more time to perfect each one or you can do like young boy and put out 52 tapes a year only person i can really well i don't know i'm i think i'm kind of answering the first initial question uh only person i can think of is like 21 savage so i feel like he does he's like in that weird pocket where He's talking about stuff like it's not super lyrical, like over the head. It's gonna take you like four days to understand, but it's <laughs> also like palatable. Like you know, what I mean, like someone can listen to it and like pick it up pretty quick. So that's who my choice would be. Even then, that's kind of like you know, 
yeah. on the fence. Like he doesn't really have like a like. I mean, I guess he does have a pro. Like Savage Mode, I guess would be his like. So that's the project. Like, do you feel like the younger generation is lacking there? Because Twenty One Savage also thirty. I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is a weird question for me because personally, I feel like I don't necessarily listen to mainstream hip hop that much. Like I kind of get put on by like people at work, you guys. Uh, so I don't necessarily indulge into that stuff that much. I feel like more, it's more, it's more like like microwave type type of hits. Like it's like people, like people aren't there aren't developed artists, but part of it is because the market is different now like people are just trying to get hits so i'm not in tune with that part of hip-hop i kind of just listen to you know whatever comes my way whether it be an older artist or younger artist so i don't necessarily think i'm the right person to be answering this question but uh i think in general how music is now you can like listen to someone and it doesn't necessarily i don't think age plays that much of a factor because there's playlists there's streaming like you can listen to older music now then, like, you know, say for your mom, for example, they had to go to the actual record store to pick up a, a song that was like from their from their mom's generation. So it's more it's different now. Like, you know, it's more accessible. So I don't necessarily think age plays a factor. But again, I'm speaking overall and I'm not like that in tune with what's going on, like mainstream hip hop and like the younger generation. So I could be just, you know. Uh, blowing smoke out my ass, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. No, I, I think the safe answer is uh, honestly that, like, we probably have no idea who the next people are about to be for the next 10 years, because uh, honestly, like, they really just kind of come out of nowhere, you see a spark, and then from there, like, either they kind of blow up or they don't, but you really have no way of knowing, like, how shit's going to go. So we probably don't know who the next people are actually going to be, and honestly, I feel like, because of, like, yay, uh, Hove and Nas, we seeing rappers extend their careers way longer, and it's like damn near unprecedented how long rappers are actually rapping now at a high level. So there's no way of actually knowing now, like okay, well, how long is somebody going to be rapping? Because I feel like before rappers really just kind of aged out, like once they kind of got to like mid, like you know, late thirties or early forties, they just kind of stopped rapping, and that's not a thing anymore. Like I feel like typically as rappers get older, they kind of you know slow down their production and stuff like that. Uh, but shit, Nas dropped like two albums every year now, so it's oh, kind of wow. like the it's it's hard to tell because age doesn't matter because I mean there's no age limit on rap anymore. Like people will rap as long as they want to. It's just a matter if they have fans to listen. I have a My question though, Zach. Yeah. Is do you think that's good or bad? What I was gonna say. Yeah. What do you think? You think that's good or bad? Oh, uh, I think as long as there's a target market for it and people are actually listening to it and it's quality music, I think it's good. Like I don't feel like there should be a you know a specific cap on how old or how young honestly somebody should be uh to be making music i feel like if it's quality um and it stands out and it's good content it doesn't matter like uh red bell that steve put me on shout out to steve i'm pretty sure like he's hella young and like i'm not necessarily like go out of my way like oh this nigga is 18 or he's this much younger than me let me go listen to see what he's talking about but quality music is quality music i feel like the older music don't have the same chance to go viral though uh, by viral, I don't mean just like do millions of streams. I mean, like, you know, some of the younger people's music, whether it's a good song or not, like sometimes it just hits and like it just it has more of an opportunity to be picked up by everything. Like when you think of older artists, like 
Jay and, and, and Nas and stuff like that, they're still releasing music. And if you're a fan, you're going to listen to it. But if you're not, like it doesn't have that same effect to pick up new people like it used to. That's the only thing I feel like you kind of use loses you. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I feel like I kind of see what Greg is saying. Like as somebody who is active just on social media from TikTok, Instagram, what have you. Like I've literally seen people. I don't know. I've seen people literally talk shit on older artists solely for the fact that they're old, right? Like they'll gravitate towards a younger artist. Mm -hmm. Now the quality may not be there, but they'll gravitate towards a younger artist solely for the fact that there's like a connectability factor or like you, you take an artist who's a little bit younger. They may, they, they may be more savvy in terms of like TikTok or Twitter or Instagram or just platforms that are connecting with a younger audience. And that's how they gain their following. Versus like an older artist who may be a little bit outdated. Niggas will dead ass not, not listen to their music just because they're old. No, but I feel like... And I feel like that has nothing to do with the quality of their music. It's just solely the fact that because they're a little bit younger, they're able to connect with a larger audience of people because age plays a little bit of a factor in terms of like social media and how you're able to reach a certain demographic. I feel like we've been seeing a lot of old. So I feel like age does though. play a little bit of a factor, but but you can take like, what like, I'm saying is like you could take like a Jay Z song and literally attach the bars to a young dude, and it'll go more viral because if, people will be like, "Oh, but I'm Jay Z saying, like, already even, knows he's the goat." So I'm not listening. Or saying, or like, or, or not even or not even that though. Or uh, not even that though. They might just be like, "Fuck Jay Z." That nigga's like 40, 50. But if a if a if a person <laughs> young, young no, no, I'm serious. No, bro, I'm so serious. But if somebody our age. Like bro, I, I I kid you not. We we can go to we can go to we can go to one of Jay Z's classics classic mixtapes. We can take some of the best bars and we 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 can we can be like, all right, Ryan, put these bars out right now. Take these bars right now. Put a music video out. It'll probably connect with a bigger demographic, a bigger audience, because it's like, oh shit, a young nigga's rapping. They 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 they, they really spitting that shit. They, but they won't really, even know it. They help it more. But, but I still feel like old songs are like, they still had a chance to go viral, bro. Like, bro, I know y'all been on TikTok seeing that goddamn, but I think I'm just about over being, bro, that's what you're doing. I'm on TikTok but, right hey, now. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go viral. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, I don't have TikTok okay. either. Let's talk about, let's talk about why that's going viral. Yeah, no, we don't got to talk about it. It says, if you know, you know. You feel that's what I'm saying. Hey, Those always go hey, viral to go. a point, though. It's like people are finding them and using other purposes for the song, and then it's like, all right, like, oh, this song's coming back, and then whoever the artist is, they just attach a tour to it. They're not even I'm attaching Greg, it to the don't music know. that they're doing. Well, or something. I'll, say it's this. Literally, I'll say Oh, I know. <laughs> like, see, no, but like, but Greg, you you bring up a good point. Like, I feel like I feel like when I'm when I'm looking through different like social media platforms, I only see an older artist music go viral if it's like the next up and coming like dance. TikTok trend or like yeah, like a dance, a trend or whatever. And I feel like as opposed to like younger artists, I'll see more like when their stuff is pubbed on my time. Online, it's more of like, a, oh, you should check this out. Like such and such artist is going up, and their music is good. But when there's an older artist who makes quality music just as good, it's only gonna go viral because of like a a, a trend, a dance, etc. So I don't know. I feel like age does play a factor in like connectability and like reaching a certain demographic. Yeah, that's just 
<laughs> that's just signs of the times though because i mean like if a younger artist posts something on like social media of course then they're just more equipped to know how to work the algorithms and st- y'all killing me in the chat but y'all just they just have a uh they're more equipped to work the algorithms of social media and stuff um but i feel like in terms of the quality of music i feel like age just comes into factors in terms of like shock value like if you hear a great project from someone who's 18 it's gonna hit different than you hear a quality project <laughs> from somebody at, at like 34 or something like that um but as far as the original question in terms of like um who's next i think the big three right now is so like far ahead of in the like everybody else in the game that the gap is just too large and they're still producing a quality project so it's kind of hard to like imagine what's next when they're still here that's my take on both right. of those though so y'all um... killing me in the chat i ain't gonna <laughs> <laughs> We go. We definitely gonna bring this topic back up, uh, <laughs> especially the big three. We I think we, that we should definitely come out maybe next week or in a few weeks and try to bring a list. Maybe or maybe we could each bring our uh, bring one. Ask the ask the fans, bro. Ask and make the a fans playlist. Yeah, we gonna, yeah, man. We going we gonna ask y'all to uh, help us out. Bring we go try to bring a playlist or something. Uh, we could do a poll on our story or something like that. But so moving forward towards, um, I know like this week it was a lot of like anniversaries for albums that released on the same day that I feel like really important to this uh especially to our friend group. Um I'm st- I still got beef with seventeen being the fourth album on that slide. You relax, feel relax, relax, relax. Oh, yeah, it was seven, it was <laughs> second on the that, that week. But it was fourth on the slide. Look, I don't know. It... I don't know. <laughs> but all right, but yeah speaking of album anniversaries, uh so on August uh twenty it was August twenty sixth, twenty seventeen, right? Twenty fifth. Er, I think it was twenty fifth. I think it was twenty fifth. August twenty fifth, twenty seventeen. Uh, Daniel Caesar dropped his album that I'm not going to try and pronounce. Freudian. 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 The Freudian slip. Oh, that's funny. Love his rage too. ASAP Mob released cozy tapes too. Uh, XXX Tension Sean released 17 and Action Bronson released Blue Chips 7000. Can we give Arden a one for a flat on a Love is Rage 2? No. I, I can't do it. <laughs> and then give Arden and a one for a flat with, not Arden, get uh, Ryan a one for a flat I'm with a, 17. I'm going to take this. cozy tapes. I'm, I'm going to just say this, bro. I'm going to just say this. Honestly, it's crazy how blessed we were. Like, I don't know. I feel like receiving that that much music was crazy and before y'all give y'all takes obviously i can easily talk about i could clear out i could talk about uzi i could talk about cozy <laughs> tapes i i i, I the last 10 i'm not even gonna do that all i'm gonna say is shout out jahai because one of the reasons why me and jahai became such good friends is because of projects like cozy tapes like I remember our my freshman year of college, one of the like I would see this nigga Jahai like walk into class and we'll just like quote like lyrics from Cozy Tapes One and then a year later or two years later from Cozy Tapes Two. And I just felt like that was great music. Um I feel like we were really blessed that day. I feel like a lot of shit came out and just shout out shout out the good projects that came out, bro. And Jahai, if you know, walk leash walk, walk. If you know, you know. You think we'll ever get a cozy tapes three? 
they're not even all on the same page. But I mean, we were, I think they beefing. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. I, yeah, I was they're on the same page. They're beefing. We're supposed to send the verse. Send the verse through. We were supposed to get that shit in like 2019, but you know, some of them, yeah, they they, they beefing. Yeah, it is what it is. But shout out both of them projects. I feel like I feel like they were just very cool, very pivotal in terms of hip hop, and I feel like they served as an inspiration in terms of like. Well, I don't know if y'all know, but like that was around the time that I found out about like the RG brand in terms of like ASAP Mob and stuff like that, and like they served as inspiration to like creative labels and like music videos and stuff like that. So I feel like those at this point, yeah, literally, literally. All right, let me sit for seventeen. <laughs> Let me let me just play this, bro. This is how I was. Copyright. Uh, we can't see it. Oh, we can't see it. <laughs> Literally every week. <laughs> how many times is that? This, <laughs> this, was, this was me playing seventeen. <laughs> the Fuzzy too. Yes, Fuzzy. But on the real, I still remember the day that all those albums dropped. Man, the seventeen dropped. I remember I was I was in college ass. Jesus. 40, 40, what was it? 4190? It was our room, I think. Or 4090. I had uh, how many edibles you take? Hey, yo. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm not... <laughs> off the record. Hey man. <laughs> Save it for the Patreon. <laughs> Fine, the Patronis. Niggas said last week, bro. That's it. When that album dropped, I think that was one of the few times that, like, I think an album dropped and it, it damn near brought me to, like, to, like, tears, bro. And, like, you know what? I, but going back, I will say this about that album. When I first, I think everybody, when they get to college, I'm not going to say they're depressed, but you do get a, a little bit of homesick, even though you're in that stage of, like, you always wanted to leave and, you know, get away from home. But mm. at the same time... You still get there and you just like you see how different it is. You get that maybe a little bit of homesick, maybe not everybody. But I will say, I don't think that that album did make me feel less alone, you know, feel me? Like, especially with like depression and things like that. But I don't think it necessarily helped me as much. So I don't think listening to music that daunting was like healthy. Especially yeah, songs, I was about like, to say it was like he was now you can't. Yeah, like, I remember my homie, he was like, you want to listen to depressing music? Like, he put me on a lip peep, you feel me? But, like, that's X crazy. probably the that's only person. Heavy. But X was like. <laughs> Lil Peep is that, like. But if you listen to <laughs> if you listen to Peep, though, he always has stuff about, like, getting better and things like that. At the this end of the song, X, they ain't make it that far. But that, that this nigga X, bro, that nigga Yo. was perfectly fine. Yo, yo, man, come on. Yo. Wait, 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 wait. Yo, yeah. He was so good. This nigga Greg, this nigga Greg let Greg let the Greg let the intrusive thoughts win, bro. Oh my god. I was gonna let it slide. Damn you. Slide. That was sorry, bro. Just saying, bro. All right, I just think he was uh. That Steve album was a little too easy to just wither in your sadness. Like if you listen to some of uh, what's his name, uh, Lil Peep songs, at least like his songs was like upbeat. It had like eight oh eights and shit like that. You feel me? Even though it was kind of sad, but like it still had those elements of upbeats. Like, but if you listen to Seventeen, like Jesus is don't like. I don't think you can be happy and listen to that album. Like 
at least like little people got songs like save that shit where he would just like you know just, like say that shit. But I'm like, you know, you can say that shit like that. That nigga was everybody dies in their nightmares, depression well, and obsession. I'll like, say this though. I feel like I feel like one thing about seventeen that I, I appreciate. Well, first first of all, first of all, shout out Ryan because I remember that was in 2017, like, I remember all I thought about, it, like, I was, I had just graduated high school. I just graduated high school, and I remember X. Whoa. All I knew about X, I knew I knew about, like, that, that rage shit. Like, I never knew that he was capable of making, like, just, like, different types of music. And I remember that summer, in particular, Zach visited, and, like, a bunch of us hung out in Chicago and shit like that. And I remember Ryan, specifically, he was able to check out out this album and i was like nigga x is just rage yell just like going to hell music and this nigga ryan put on that album and i don't know i just feel like that album in particular showed me how capable x was of just like making a very cohesive good sounding project and yes as as sad as that shit is i still go back to that album even when i'm not necessarily satisfied just because it was a good sounding album and i feel like there are a lot of tracks on that album that are just you can listen to in in different settings. Like Ryan, you know, for example, our shit bonded over songs like Fuck Love. Like, like we in Brookside just singing that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just appreciate that album and what it did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, I, I guess we're going there to the uh Action Bronson, Blue Chip seven thousand. I guess I'm the only person that listened to this album. <laughs> Yeah, one four flat. That man Jahai called an ISO. Hold on, cook, bro. But yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like his best project in discography, but it was just interesting because he had the show. Uh, it's like the travel cooking show. It's like fuck, that's delicious. And he would, you could see that he was recording some of the songs while I think it was season three, and for him to drop it after I think the season ended it was pretty interesting, and. Uh, just the main highlight. If you don't listen to anything, just listen to the uh, Rick Ross song. He got a feature from Rick Ross, like nine twenty four, seven thousand. But I won't filibuster for the rest of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can I ask a question real quick? We was talking about lying and rappers. You just mentioned Rick Ross. Yeah, they. Yeah. Why did we give him that pass? What's because I mean, it, freeway let, Rick Ross. We let people lie in their raps, but is it okay when it's not when it's outside the raps? Because we really let that pass <laughs> when it's your whole persona. Yeah, well, you just mm. let me borrow that. Hey, how, how about you go to Miami okay? and say that to Rose? That's what I was like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick Ross, the exact him. type of nigga to find a podcast like this. Yeah, I would, how about you go <laughs> tell good. him that? I, just I don't know nothing. I love when. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That man, Greg viral right now. Hey, I fuck with Big Meek to Larry Hoover. That's, that's what I'm saying. Shit. That's too. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying. I'm not saying hey, nothing about the raps. As far raps as I know, is... it's only one. Uh, Rick Ross. Greg, you cooked. I ain't gonna... yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Franklin Sage was a complete original character. But what I was gonna say about Action Bronson is, without him, we would have, we would never have gotten the iconic, arguably greatest hater verse of all time. From Chance the Rapper and Baby Blue. Oh, facts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope you get a paper cut on your tongue from a razor and a paper cup. From every soda you drink already shaken up. I hope your dreams dry like raisins in a baking sun. 
I hope your titties all saggy in your early 20s. Early hey, 20s. Oh. Hey, I feel this way about a couple people. You know who you are. <laughs> I damn hot in your water hot shower. Oh, man. <laughs> I hope you never get off Fridays. And you work at a Friday. Always busy, always busy on Fridays. Always busy on Fridays. Hey, yeah, you funny. Hey man. Hey, all right. The last verse, the last one I'll say. <laughs> I hope your headphones short. It's probably the most hater shit that he said in this verse. Cause I think your headphone shorting is probably one of the biggest Because this what it's, it's probably one of the only things here that you cannot solve at home. Paper cut. Okay. Band aid. Wait, if your headphones short, like I'm gonna stop working. That's some hater shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, I'm gonna say y'all, y'all have never played the game with me and Auden, bro. Y'all, y'all should hear the echo, bro. (laughs) Headphones short is is a big deal. And it's the it's the fact JB trying to understand why we be so mad, and it's like it's it's frustrating, bro. That's how I'm saying. I know, so I know why we talking about video video games. Two minute, two minute topic. Niggas grabbing a two K. Absolutely. Are you yes, serious? Sir. It's cross platform. I saw your tweet sir. saying you not, bro. What do you want? Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. The battle pass shit that they're trying to come out it's with is crazy. It's but crazy. here's the thing: if we're running niggas in wreck, does it matter? I'm. So, we gonna level up. That's anyways. what I'll say. Who's we, nigga? It's except for when I be running with, <laughs> with when I when I used games. to be running with like Joel and them, and like y'all used to run with us when we were with Joel, but like. I love my LBs, but we we be losing, bro. We be taking them fucking. LBs. I mean, y'all this, this year, suck. this year is niggas... negative. This year is negative progression on your badges. So if I you lose, that. your badges go down. What? Oh, but here's the God, thing: badge has negative it. progression. Yeah. So if you, you play lose, with your, if you lose, it's negative ten percent. If you lose with a D, it's negative twenty. Get high face. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all just change Zach plans, bro. I'm good on that. Yeah, I was already borderline. I'm like, nigga, I that was gonna hurt some video games for one. That just hurt week. some feelings. So we got the war zone. I don't under. Damn, bro. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, get Ryan, back hip to the hey, war zone. Okay. Hey, Ryan, if you resurgence, if you know, you know. If you, I've know, been, I've been running. We, all we right, get so, back uh, to the war zone. All right, last topic of the day. We're gonna try to get through. Um, before we get to this, I just want to say, Greg, you're supposed to be the podcast, like. Main R and B person, and you ain't say shit about the Daniel Caesar album. So, what's here's up? the thing. Oh, oh, the, let me let me I get my a, two cents in. If, he, if he's relationship slacking. with Daniel Caesar, that's a little bit different than the average person. I feel like just because there's Yo. times where I can like, <laughs> this album I love, but anything after this I don't have the same respect for. I don't know. It's like this album was great, but also this was what a Lacking year ish into Blonde at that. But I was still like deep in a hole. Like, yeah, remember, oh, my oh my god! No, oh, yeah. Oh my god! Deep in the hole is crazy. The glazing is od, Greg. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, bro. Oh all I'm gonna say is this. Bro. All I'm gonna say is this. I was it, in a hole, bro. It, I don't know how. <laughs> Two albums. Deep, I don't know how people feel about Daniel Caesar. Um, like I'm aware of why he's technically canceled, but. I don't know. I've always been a fan, and if we're leaning into like an R&B aspect of the podcast, I feel like Freudian is considered a classic in terms of like R&B, or at least like modern R&B. Like he has songs like "Get You," "Best Part." Like those are modern day like R&B considered classics, and I feel like his talent as an artist was on full display without this within this project. And even though people cancel him. This is out. This is music that is aged beautifully. 
Like you can play this shit right now, six years later, and it'll hit just the same as you first hearing that shit. So I feel like this is a great project. I feel like obviously the reason as to why he was canceled kind of derailed his career. It but... tainted this album. I feel. Hey man, I don't think it's no, 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 no. I don't think it's it didn't, it didn't take it though because oh, no, 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 no. Say, it didn't take it. But listen, 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 well, listen, 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 car, listen. One at a time, the... please. Listen, <laughs> there is no shout out to Daniel Jeez. Caesar. Real niggas with gaps don't get braces, no veneers, no oversized Any... teeth. <laughs> I feel like... to him. <laughs> let, hey, hey, Josh, let him know, man. Josh, the niggas who never switched up on the gang, Tyler, all them niggas, J. Cole, still got the fucked up teeth. Shout out to when my I... niggas. <laughs> Fuck Anthony Davis. I still ain't forgive you, nigga. Clip it. Clip oh, it immediately. Wait. That's crazy. And that's, the, like and that's, the, and that's this... the clip for next week. <laughs> the first one of the week. That's what I'm if saying. You put this you know album on, though. Hey, I know. Oh, shit. Oh. Nah, back on the, back on the team, bro. Let's talk about oh, shit. Bro. Let's talk about oh. these niggas' veneers, bro. Let's talk about oh, the veneers, bro. Oh, shit. Bro. Nah, who's gonna fuck around? What's he saying, Greg? Fuck. Um. Oh, oh, if you shit. put this album on in a car, bro, I just feel like it it doesn't ride in a car like it used to. Like you're gonna if, if there's other people yeah. in the car with you, it's almost it almost feels like like you're testing the waters when you put it on. I've never been in a situation Ooh. where I feel as comfortable playing this album as I used to, if that makes Who sense. Who are you playing this album around? What I mean, here's the thing. I listen to music different from the rest of everybody in here, anyways. So I'm no, not no, afraid no, no. to have Five nah, 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 women nah. in this car. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Car on the way to a party for this album. I'm sorry, Zach said Modern Jam. He wins. <laughs> I'm so that's saying, not a hit, bro. That if this comes on, if something comes on from this album, I'll. I would skip never it. play Tito's. I wouldn't listen to something I listen to. Five miles of Coochie, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's remember this. Remember this. Remember existing, this. Existing five remember miles. this. Existing remember five this. Miles. Remember this. That's 5.1. That's crazy. I'm wrong? I'm five, wrong. Mi- five miles know, is crazy. Bro. Let's hey, just see man. how this ages. Hey, man. Shout out to Jid. Uh, oh, that came out today, right? Uh, yeah. Yesterday. Uh, it turned a year. Shout out to that's still one of the best projects I've heard. It's only a, in a long year. Time. Shout out to that. It turned uh, a year old. That Swain going sound like a Negro spiritual. Like that's some slave shit. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that, what? I can hear that. The Cody Blue. I, I know. I know. I'm, yeah. yeah. That sound like that sound like some like I need some hopeful music and shit. Like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be liberated. Bro. Hey, the oh, way in the water bro. remix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, shout out, shout out, I was stars. Born by the, uh, I was born shout by out. Linux. Shout out stars <laughs> from that album. That's probably my favorite song right now. Shout out that Jet. Go, Jet. Okay, this is very very quick. I'll say about that because he brought up Jet. Um, also, somebody was also talking about how uh, a lot of Southern artists are not put on the um, on the uh Mount Rushmore. Like a lot, even though like a lot of artists, a lot of Atlanta niggas who not in the trap don't get love that they supposed to. But one people, one person they say they always leave out of the Southern um. Mount Rushmore is J. Cole, because technically he's from the South. I'll just, you know, we all got that. Uh, my nigga Gucci. I know I'm a, I'm a critically online nigga, bro. So I seen that argument about J. Cole being snubbed out of uh, Southern conversations as far as I'm talking about. But I think right. he don't get uh, mentioned a lot because he just has that heavy New York influence, which he claims a lot of. True. 
So, I, but also my argument was also if it wasn't for the fact that Outcasts were specifically from Atlanta, like if they were from anywhere else in Georgia or anything like that, they probably wouldn't be as embraced by Atlanta. Like if they were just from like fucking I don't know, like uh, Mississippi, like Big Crit. Yeah. <laughs> But I was gonna say literally, literally anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, but all right, we gonna go leave uh, leave with the listeners. Zach, do you want to introduce our leave with the listen for the uh, for this pod? Yeah, for, for sure. So we got a theme slash you know idea concept for leave with the listen this week, and for this week is songs that sound like art. And as you know, art is up for anyone's personal interpretation of whatever they feel like that sounds like to them. Uh, so first, I actually want to kick it to Jahai on what song he feels like sounds like art. Well, everybody get a song though. Y'all got to Y'all got to say this is art. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, my pick for uh, this week, leave with a listen. I feel like it sounds like art would be "Tell It's a Stockholm" by Charles Gambino. It's like it has a lot of transitions. It sounds great in the car. It's a bumping bass. Got everything you could think of for regards to a song. So that's a good one. Steve, you want to go next? Sure. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna take it to future. I'm gonna go solo off that Hendrix. I um, knew it was coming back after that uh yeah. after exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I missed that last week for if I got what our uh label listen thing was. Forgive me, audience, but I'm gonna go so, solo by future. That beat takes me somewhere else. It was the nighttime drop. That's what I don't mention for. That's art. Great. All right, Greg. Um I think I'm gonna say throwaway by future. That's my shit. Interesting. I mean, hard, like, the the whole part, really is like the second half or like... The second half, probably more specifically, but I don't like... I'm... Enjoy the whole song. For sure. Shit. <laughs> uh, Ryan, did you go yet? No. Um. So, I'll go... Um. My... Is so I'm really battling right now. I'll say uh, I'll, I'll leave my official pick because I didn't want to. Since we going more modern, I'm gonna go uh, skeletons by Travis Scott. However, original pick was going to be all of the life, but I I want much. I want to go modern with everybody else. I feel like skeletons doesn't get the respect that it reserves. Facts. That's definitely one of my favorite songs off that album. Uh, I'll go next, and for me, is HB2U by Isaiah Rashad. Great. Uh, I like that. That album, very underrated. It's really good. Yeah. That's my shit. Are you ready? Yeah. um, Well, I had two things, but my official pick, I'll say um, it's going to be a throwback. It's going to be um, What You Won't Do For Love by Bobby Caldwell. Uh, rest in peace to him, by the way. He died this year, but I did not know that he was white when I first heard the song. But regardless... Hey, that should be a topic in itself. It's, it's, that we it's have a... no idea we're white. <laughs> 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 that, that, <laughs> another clip. But, um... 
But no, like whenever I hear that song, it just makes me think of like a fucking cookout. Just like times when I was younger. And I feel like it's just like a very beautiful sounding song. Um, It hits every time I hear it. My unofficial pick was... Choose another uh, cookout song. I don't know what song you want to choose. You were talking about them earlier. Who? You want me to read your message that you sent? I'm gonna start over. My my <laughs> my unofficial pick is uh Whack World by Tierra Whack, just like the entire project. I feel like that when I when, when I think of art, like that's something that my mind goes to. Like she made I think she made every song 60 seconds. And then she did a video to every song and she tried to make it cohesive and like its own entire project. And I remember when I first heard that um, in, in high or in undergrad, Ryan, you'll get a kick out of this. Shout out Gabby, Michi, Lena and all of them. They really put me on the Tierra Whack. And I remember just like smoking, going over the house and they put me on to this project as a whole. And it just it was a very it was it was just a great example of what art should be like in terms of music. So great project. Shout out Tierra Whack, uh, but that was my unofficial project, my unofficial pick. Just as a side honorable name, mention, the Clayboard like, Kick. I feel like um we could also do like this type of thing with like whole albums as well. I'm sure there are whole albums that we all play front to back that sound like art. So you know, I've given so much love to 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 Frank Ocean. Shout out Steve Lacey because when you just said that. Oh, <laughs> no more. I'm not talking no more. Man. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and with yeah. that audience, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Ryan. I'm gonna let you go ahead. Get us up out of here, please. Steve, I'm right, finishing man. my I thought. Wanna... Oh, okay, Steve Lacy. <laughs> Yo, this you, you nigga on one, Lacey bro. <laughs> Y'all, bro. Y'all distracting me now. Steve hey, Lacy is an artist whose album, especially the one that he just dropped, this last one, Gemini writes. Doesn't matter how many times you play it from front to back, maybe because I'm a Gemini, probably the second greatest album of all time. That's the note we can leave on. Oh my God. Okay, so I we want to thank everybody. We don't need the clips that bad. I'm not saying I, that's not <laughs> the second best album of all time. That nigga here for I mean, propaganda. <laughs> wait, wait, what? You're not here for regular propaganda, bro. Hey. That nigga Potty. That nigga Potty. Ganda is crazy. Oh, fuck. All right, audience, I, man. I want to I wanna thank y'all for tuning in to um the fourth episode of our podcast, the Members Only Podcast. Uh, just you know, once again, I want to do this every episode, but genuinely thank you to anybody who made it this far, or even if you didn't make it this far, you only listened to like the first five minutes, but you still gave it a chance and you know, go listen to another one. Thank everybody that's willing to tune in, willing to support our page, willing to like our posts. Uh, thank you in general because we just getting started, we still figuring a lot of stuff out, but we here, we ain't going nowhere, so thank you. From the bottom of my heart. For sure. Much like, love. comment, appreciate subscribe. Y'all. On all these Tell your friends, follow the IG page. Gang. Spotify, literally, Apple Music. Literally, all that. We trying to get that 100 on if, IG. If, so tell a friend get, to tell a friend. If we get that 100, we dropping that playlist. So we need that 100 followers. If we, if we get 100, I'm selling the camera. 
Hey, hey yo! All right, all right, all right. On that note, we're out. Yeah. <laughs>